Welcome to Talking Tobacco. I am your host, Bill Ball. And today's episode is going to be about my current favorite tobacco, Sutliff's Virginia Perique Crumble Cake. And uh, it's been a crazy journey up to this point that I'm starting to realize how much I really like Virginia and Virginia Perique tobaccos. And I'm going to get into that in a minute. It's been a while since I did an episode. I apologize for that. I looked back and the last one I did was in October. I kind of just fell off, started off pretty good and I I had some momentum going. But um, honestly, I do a podcast for work and it's been weekly and I just haven't had time to sit down and record. Plus I have a young son and, you know, it's always timing thing where the wife has to take him out. I need some silence around, (laughs) so I'm able to sit down and put something together. Uh, I did speak to uh, my friend Jay Blanchard. He's been on a couple of other episodes. I'm going to try to get Jay back, hopefully for the next episode. And I'm going to try to get these out either bi-weekly, at the minimum, monthly. But uh, we want to keep them going because we actually have a lot of fun doing them. So with that said, I have had some tobacco purchases since the last show that I'm going to get into here now. And I'll tell you, I'll probably be doing a review on each of these uh, in future episodes. So I did wind up getting the LJ Peretti number eight slices, which is a Virginia Perique. And uh, it kind of comes in a thick flake. It almost looks, it almost looks like the Sutliff uh, Virginia Perique crumble cake. It's very similar in shape. Anyway, the the uh, Sutliff blend is definitely darker because it has black Cavendish in it. And, um, you know, with it being pressed into that flake, it, it's almost black. Uh, I have a and d Cajun cake, which I, which I like a lot. And you can see a theme here, Virginia Perique with Cavendish. And here it is again, Davidoff Flake Medallions, which I haven't opened. I was watching one video on YouTube and... Um, the guy doing the video said that he holds on to it for five years before he opens the tin. I don't think I'm going to make that. Probably be sometime in the summer, but I didn't want to open that just yet, so I put that away. I have a tin of GLP Stratford, which is a Virginia Perique ribbon. And when I first bought Stratford, I think I got it because Bradley from Stuff and Things was doing his Virginia Perique search when Elizabethan mixture was off the market because the Dunhill the Dunhill blends went away. For those of you who don't know, which I don't imagine that there's anyone listening that doesn't know that, but you never know. Maybe there's new pipe smokers out there that are just getting into the hobby, but Dunhill was a long-standing name in pipe tobacco for many years, and they went off the shelves back in, what, 2016 or something like that? And Elizabethan mixture was one of Bradley from Stuff and Things' favorite tobaccos. And he went on this search, and he did a video about it. And he was um, buying all different types of Virginia Periques. And one of the stipulations was he was looking for a ribbon. Because for his day-to-day blend, he wants just the ease of use of just packing and going. Where a lot of us like the ceremony of the tobacco preparation. I know I do. 
if I have a crumble cake or a plug, I like to get my knife out for the plug and slice off some and rub that out and let it sit. And for me, it's a whole presentation. And I think, I think, and this is just me spitballing here, but the guys that don't get to smoke too much, okay? So, like, I don't get a chance to get a bowl in every day. Maybe every other day is is it would be a good week for me if I got a, if I got in a bowl every other week. I think that's that would be pretty good. Obviously, I would love to have one every day. Just can't I can't do it. It's just not enough time in the day, and there's just other things going on. Maybe one day when I become an old codger, I'll be able to have multiple bowls a day. Would be an awesome retirement <laughs> for me. But um. I think that the guys that don't smoke every day or, or or smoke once in a while, I think the preparation of, to, of the tobacco is part of it, is part of the enjoyment. Where the guys that smoke every day, like Bradley, like he's smoking a couple pipes a day, I think, a couple bowls a day. So he's packing up in the morning. He's getting ready for morning. He might even do it the night before. He packs his pipe. He's got to go. He's got a pouch he brings to work, a pipe tobacco. He likes a ribbon because you don't want to be preparing tobacco in your car. And, you know, it's it all depends. So for your day-to-day blend, maybe you don't want to have to sit there and rub out a flake or a crumble cake or cut a plug and let it sit and let it, you know, uh, dry out for a few minutes while... For me, I'm making my coffee or making my tea. This is all part of it for me. It's a whole little ritual. Ritual. So, but um, anyway, one of the tobaccos that he reviewed was Strafford, and he didn't love it at first. And after reviewing a bunch of other blends, he did GLP's Fillmore, which is really more of a broken flake, but it's so broken. It's almost like a ribbon. I mean, you might have to rub it at, rub it in your hands for, you know, 10 seconds and it's a ribbon again. Uh, and then he uh, had Telegraph Hill from GLPs and a couple other blends. But he thought Straffer was kind of boring. But for his meat and potatoes blend, as he called it, sometimes you just kind of want boring uh, for every day. You know, you don't want you don't want to have uh, something too contemplative. You know, if you're outside, you're in the yard or whatever you're doing, woodworking with your hands, doing something that you can't really pay attention to the tobacco. Maybe you don't want something that's really grabbing your attention. I I, I don't know. I'm not there. Anytime I'm smoking my pipe, I'm sitting down with my beverage and that's all I'm doing pretty much. I might be reading something or taking notes, just emptying my head on on paper. Uh, I'll have a pipe in my mouth and I I like to do it that way. When I first tried Stratford, I kind of had similar opinions to Bradley's where I didn't think too much of it. thought it was okay. But again, I was just getting into Virginia tobaccos. So I really didn't have a ton to compare it with. I was still on English blends and heavy Latakia blends. And anytime I smoked a Virginia, it just seemed boring. I couldn't really... I didn't I didn't understand why someone would want these subtle flavors when they have these flavor bombs in these English blends over here. Why would you want something subtle? I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. I do now, a lot better now. But I didn't at the time. I think Orlick Golden Sliced is what really started getting me into Virginia's. I started rubbing out flakes of of that and having that with my morning coffee as the weather turned warmer. Um 
I would have that in the morning and I loved Orlick. So I ordered a bunch of tins and I got to have a bunch of tins in the cellar. So that's really what kind of got me going into delving into the Virginia blends. And I ordered Stratford maybe the beginning of the year. Didn't love it. Maybe it was last year. It might even been 2022. So off and on, I would take a bowl and put the jar back in the basement. So I might have had a year on it, maybe even more. But by the time I finished the jar, I was like, holy crap, I, I need this blend around. It has to be on hand. It's maybe not going to be smoked in the winter. I'm in the Northeast. So, you know, you get temperatures in the 30s. Sometimes what I'm realizing is I want fuller smokes in the winter just because that cold air, it's it's thicker, it's heavier. And I need I need something with a little bit more body to it if that makes sense, and some darker flavor, almost like beer. I think I talked about this before, almost like beer. I'm not going to drink a light beer in the winter. I might like a porter or a darker lager, something something on the dark side in the winter, and then, you know, you're having summer beers or lighter beers in the summer. Just makes just makes sense, you know, almost like lemonade in the summer. You know, maybe it doesn't feel like a winter beverage, that type of thing. That's the way I that's the way I feel about it anyway. But I finished up my Stratford, I guess, in maybe like September, and I said, ah, I'm not going to buy it because I'm going on to my winter blends and my heavier blends. And then I don't know. As time went on, I was just really craving it. So that was part of my order, and I did smoke a bowl as soon as it came in, and uh, it it hit the spot. But I but I remember thinking, well, it still feels like summer. So I'm glad I got it because I'll keep it in the jar. I think it'll age better in the jar anyway. And I have it at least by summertime. I'll, I'll know it'll almost have a year on it when I go to smoke it and, you know, it knock off some of that new freshness. So that'll be waiting for me. Another thing that's happened to me over the last few months is I really fell in love with uh, Peter Stokeby's Luxury Bullseye Fleek. I really like that. I really do. And I'm starting to realize I do like Virginia Perique with a little Cavendish in it. And when it's done right, it's really good. And that's one that's really good. And the jar I just finished, a little bowl jar of that, that had to be three years old because I didn't love it at first. When I first got it, I didn't understand Virginia's. That was in my cellar. And I just finished it. And uh, that's a that's a blend that I'm really – I know I'm really getting into so when I was doing my order, I jumped online and I'm searching around and everybody was out of it. So everybody was back ordered with it. And I'm like, oh man. So that sent me on this quest to find other Virginia Perique Black Cavendish blends. That's why I got the David Off Flake Medallions in the basement now. And I got the Cajun Cake. Cajun Cake's good. I actually like that a lot. It's kind of, it's a crumble cake, I guess, but it's not as, as easy to, to rub out as the Sutliff, but it's still pretty easy. I still haven't used a knife on it. Um, just pull it off and kind of rub it out. But it's it's a tight pack. I mean, it's really tight. I took a picture of it and put it on the uh, Talking Tobacco's Instagram, and you could see the leaves, how, how tight that is. And by the way, I did get back into my Instagram, the Talking Tobacco Instagram page. My last episode... I said that I was locked out and I had to create a new Instagram and that was Talking Tobacco Podcast. Well, I did figure out how to get back into my original account. 
So that's the first thing I posted was that Cajun cake, and I'm going to keep posting there. And the other one I'm probably going to delete uh, soon because there's not a lot of followers there. I built up. There's like 700 followers on the Talking Tobacco Instagram page and not the Talking Tobacco podcast page. I'll just let that one go. But I am back in there, so I'll start posting there again more frequently. But, um, yeah, the Cajun cake is is pretty good. I I'm really digging that. But that led me to, like, what else is out there as far as Virginia Perique and Black Cavendish? And I was hoping to find ribbon of that. There's not too much of that, you know, the ribbon. Because, you know, you have Bullseye Flake, which is the coin. You have the Davidoff Flake Medallions, which are coin or curly cut, whatever you want to call it. You have Cajun Cake. There's a lot of crumble cakes and plugs, but not too many ribbons. So I thought maybe, maybe I could blend my own. When you're done laughing, I'll continue. But anyway, I did wind up getting from Pipes and Cigars, I got some Blending Virginia, and it's kind of like a mix. I think it's like a mix of bright and red uh, Virginia and Black Cavendish and Louisiana Perique, just a few ounces of each, and I tried to blend my own. So I got little uh, sandwich baggies. And I'll put like a pinch of Virginia in there, mostly Virginia, obviously. Let's say like 75% Virginia, maybe, you know, 15% Perique, and then just like a little sprinkle of Black Cavendish. So I keep mixing those proportions in a little sandwich bag to see if I can kind of create something like Bullseye Flake, which, which I know is ridiculous. I'm not Peter Stokeby, but I'm just saying in a pinch... If you're really out of that, maybe you can have a, have your own little, you know, a few ounces of your own blend, and maybe it will be okay. I smoked it a couple times. It's not bad. I know I have to add some more Perique to it, and I'll keep tinkering with it, and I'll make a little Frankenstein blend of it, and we'll see how it goes. But it is fun. I didn't think it would be, but it is kind of fun to take notes and keep track of, you know, your progress and what you think you're lacking and and uh, what you need more of and that kind of thing. So I'll keep you up to date with that. I'll do a full review on that once I get uh, a little further down the road with it. Okay, so getting into the Sutliff's Virginia Perique Crumble Cake. I've been smoking that the last few weeks, and I really do enjoy it. It's good. What makes it different from Peter Stokeby's Luxury Bullseye Flake which is also Virginia Perique and Black Cavendish. As you know, the Bullseye Flake, it's a curly cut. You have a touch of that Black Cavendish. And I think the Virginias are a mix of bright and red. And I think it's mostly bright. The Sutliff Virginia Perique Crumble Cake is reds. They're red Virginias. They're dark. And there's probably more Cavendish in it. Uh, and when they, when they press, and they might even steam these flakes. They're black. I mean, they're dark, but they are good. They are really good. And what I'm realizing is it's really hitting the spot for wintertime. What I always thought was, because I was so in love with English blends, is I thought that once wintertime came, I was going to be able to start getting back into my beloved English blends. My GLP's Westminster. My GLP's Chelsea Morning. GLP's... Quiet Nights, Plum Pudding, Plum Pudding Special Reserve, Pirate Cake, all these different 
lot of Kia blends. But what I'm realizing now is that after smoking Virginia's for so long, and for so long, I'm talking like maybe six months straight, I'm losing my love for lat bombs. Like any blend that has a ton of lot of Kia in it, it's just now it's overwhelming me. I have been able to smoke GLP's Chelsea Morning. I still like that, but that's so once in a while. Right now, to be honest, the most I of Latakia I want in a blend is something like Bankside, which is actually listed as a Virginia blend. Like if you look at the family on smoking pipes, it's a Virginia. So that's almost a Virginia Perique with a little bit of Latakia and some Dark Fire Kentucky. That's really good. That's almost like my English blend right now. And when I and any anytime I want a lot of Kia, that's kind of what I'm reaching for because that's about the most I want. Chelsea Morning, I'm still able to do once in a while and I do enjoy it, but that's almost too much a lot of Kia for me. So it's weird, man. It's really blowing my mind because English blends is what got me into pipe smoking. I didn't know anything about Virginia's. I, I didn't understand them at all. I thought they were weak and tasteless. I didn't get it. And maybe this is the natural progression for a pipe smoker. I don't know. I think I heard Russ Roulette, which is a big time tobacco blender, as many of you know. He's done um, Black House and Bengal Slices. Uh, he said that he thought the natural progression was for a pipe smoker was aromatics, English, Virginia. Because as your palate develops, you want less of that sweetness and less of those chemically altered aromatics. And then you want less fragrance from English to more subtle of Virginia. Obviously, that's not everybody. I know there's English smokers out there that have been smoking it for 50 years. I get it. I'm not trying to piss you off. But I think for the majority, that might be where you go. Almost like, like if a coffee drinker starts off with a ton of cream and sugar, they eventually end up at a black coffee, which has happened to me. So that's kind of where my taste has gone, away from obvious in-your-face flavors to more subtle. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm looking for everything Virginia-based. I do like Burley blends too a lot. I, I like HH Burley Flake a lot. What I do know is really not digging those C&D Burley Flakes though. I'm, the episode I made, maybe the second episode I made in this series was how I was going to smoke Burley Flake number three and number four this whole fall. And I just, it's too much. The, fl the flavors are just too overwhelming. I need more subtle Subtlety in my blends right now, so I kind of put those on the back burner, and I've been smoking mostly Virginia Periques, and since the weather has turned cold, it's been mostly red Virginia Periques, like the Sutliff, and uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. If you like red Virginias and you like Perique, obviously, you should give the Sutliff Crumble Cake Virginia Perique blend the shot. Just don't buy all of it because I need to be able to get a hold of it. I don't need another blend that's so hard to get a hold of that I'm scraping and trying to make my own again. But it is really good. If you look at some of the reviews on YouTube, they're hit or miss. Some people like it, some people don't. It's amazing how all of us can differ our opinions on blends that all have the same components, but mixed differently we either like them or don't like them. It's pretty crazy. You have all these Virginia lovers on YouTube and all these Virginia Perique lovers on YouTube. And it's so funny how 
one blend gets them and another blend doesn't with the same components. It's crazy. But there are there are mixed reviews on the salt left crumble cake. So but I think it's great. I really enjoy it. It's just really, really hitting the spot for me in the winter. And I think by the summertime, I'm going to switch back probably to my Orlick and my Stratford. And I really want to try the GLP's Telegraph Hill. I keep having that on my list. Every time I make an order, I mean to put it in my basket and I forget. But that's another one I want. But yeah, I, I think this is pretty crazy to come up with this revelation that I'm really not just switching back to a lot of Kia. I'm just switching to darker Virginias for winter. And we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know, as soon as you think you know where your palate's going or what type of smoker you are, you know, your palate just slaps you in the face and says, nah, I don't think so, bud. I think you're just going to do what I tell you. And that's kind of of what happens. Like, we don't even dictate what we're going to smoke. And I'll give you an example. So I fired up a bowl of one of my favorite English blends that I had put away for like a year because I was trying other blends and got got into Virginia's was Cornell and Deal Star to East Flake. I remember smoking that thinking this was the ultimate English tobacco. This was it. I love it. It's amazing. It even kind of passed my GLP's Westminster, which is really the first one of the first tobaccos to get me into pipe smoking, which I thought was amazing because of those Orientals, that Turkish really kind of was like, I was like, whoa, what is that? And that kind of hooked me. So I fire up a bowl the other day of Star to East Flake and I'm the first couple puffs, I was like, holy cow, this is so much. It's so overwhelming. I said, let me just try to hang in there. So I'm smoking it. I got to like half a bowl and I just, I couldn't do it anymore. And I died it out and I dumped it. And I went and filled the bowl with Sutliff's Virginia Perique crumble cake. And I said, maybe it's me. Maybe my palate's just off today. Let, let me see. This is, this, this is the pipe tobacco I've been smoking recently maybe this will taste bad too i fire it up and it's amazing and i just started laughing to myself thinking man my palate just it just made a left turn and i don't know if it's going back and i have more english tobacco than any other kind stuff that unopened that i don't even know what to do with spark plug gas light and I bought Bengal Slices again, which I like. I bought a Reserve Black House, which I thought was amazing at the time. I don't even know if I want to open it or trade it. I don't know. I don't know. Let me ask you a question. Do you think you ever go back from a Virginia to really enjoying English again? Or is that ship sailed? I'm not sure if it's just me, but I could see how it's easier to go from heavy blends to lighter blends more subtle blends, like going from English to Virginia and then settling in on these subtle, delicious Virginia notes. But I can't see going backwards because it's almost like it's too much. And I'm wondering what your opinion is. And if you don't mind, if you want to just look in the show notes, I'll leave that form. You can write whatever you want in the form. It might ask you for questions or if you have questions for the show. But any kind of comments, let me know what you think or DM me on uh, Instagram. It's the Talkin' Tobacco Instagram page, no G, T-A-L-K-I-N-T-O-B-A-C-C-O, all one word, and um, you can DM me there. It's just me smoking a cob. My profile picture is me smoking a cob with my sunglasses on, probably trying to cover my face as much as possible. So, yeah, let me know what you think about that. Can I go back? Is it possible? 
Or am I just sitting on a ton of Latakia blends that are going to age for the next 20 years and I'm not going to know what to do with? So um, I'm going to wrap up this episode, guys. I just wanted to catch you up with what I've been going through these last couple months. And I'm going to try, try, try to get one, at least an episode out every other week. Bear with me. I just want to contribute to the community. This is my way. I really didn't want another YouTube page out there. YouTube's been cracking down on tobacco talk anyway. I feel like X is a kind of more of an open forum where we can post stuff there and it won't get taken down. But YouTube, it's not doing good. Bradley's doing videos now where he can't say the word tobacco. He's saying he's just using the letter T. The whole thing's weird. I think Rumble for videos. Hopefully everybody moves over to Rumble at some point because that seems to be more of an open source. But you never know. Anyway, thank you for tuning in. I will get an episode out with with Jay Blanchard and uh, where we'll talk, we'll shoot the shit on some other blends. And I will give you an update on this LJ Peretti probably next. That one surprised me the most and uh, you might find it surprising too. So anyway, hope you guys had a great holiday. Happy New Year and uh, get back at you soon.